Time to abandon ship. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? It's a tradition. Here, here. Jar Jar, homie, my main man. Quickly, before the Separatists attack, get into the escape pod. Hey, this is escape, then we're the pod. Get the <laughs> welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod. I'm your host, Josh, and welcome back to another uh, sub-series episode of our Clone Wars Talk. We're almost done. We're on Season 7 now, and uh, we finally reached the first arc in our chronological uh, story, of course, which is uh, the Ahsoka arc that we've been looking forward to. Uh, that's uh, Season 7, Episode 5 through 8. Uh, and that's Gone with a Trace, Deal No Deal, Dangerous Debt, and Together Again. We're going to be chatting about these with Diego. And uh, it's it's honestly the slower arc of Season 7. Not a huge fan of it, but I love the character of Ahsoka. So uh, let's dive into all this with Diego. landing all right so this arc is a little slower I know a lot of people online weren't the biggest fan of this arc. Quite frankly, with 12 episodes left in the in the final season, because of course we still have 20 something odd episodes that we don't even know the story to. With some of them, we've had the the, the proxy animation episodes. Uh, we've had the comic, the book uh, that adapts some scripts as well. We've had the panels at conventions that talk about what some of the story arcs would have been about, but they're still would have been eight seasons if the show really was completed in its uh, in its finite amount that it was supposed to be, right? So there's a, lo a lot that we still don't know. And I feel like with 12 episodes left, I don't know if four episodes based around this particular story arc was absolutely essential. Um, I, I love Ahsoka, don't get me wrong. She's one of my favorite characters in the whole saga, but I really just, I, I don't know. this. I feel like this, this whole arc could have been compressed down into about two episodes and uh, maybe just been enough room to squeeze something else in there. Um, that's what I would have really liked to have seen. Of, of course, uh, like, I mean, my ultimate wish is that they, that we got the full eight seasons that the show was originally designed for. So this arc isn't exactly my favorite out of the whole show or anything like that. It is a really good character progression moment for Ahsoka, but that's all I can really say about it. Say for me, to be honest, I mean, it was... <laughs> Like I was saying to you while we're watching the show, right? Like I have maybe six notes for this whole arc. For the whole uh, arc, yeah. yeah 12, it, four episodes yeah. and you only got six notes, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean like it's – and most of them are like, oh, this character's back. Oh, this character's back. Oh, this character's back. Like it's – it was nothing, nothing crazy. Like I would feel – uh robbed like if i was if i was hardcore watching this show back when it was like you know out and i was you were watching the episodes on a weekly basis or whatever whenever mm -hmm. they came out uh 
I would feel really robbed because we go, we get off season five, and then uh, Ahsoka's gone, right? Mm-hmm. And then season six, they they do it, and then they're like, oh no, no more. They cut it off, and then they bring back season seven, and it's like, oh sick, season seven. All right, let's let's pick up the show. You know, rebinge it all. You know, get back into the groove. And then you watch the first four, and I, I'd be like, "What the hell is this? Like, like this was, it was brutal. Like, it was, <laughs> it was a waste of those, those four episodes. Like, I don't even think that what we got in this arc should even deserve an arc. Like, that was, that could have been a one, one episode. That's it. I like, could see it being two. I could see it being like the first episode sets it up. Second episode is the resolve because the whole, the whole last episode was was pretty good. Um, like it was, it was better than the first three. Uh, but then to pick it up at that point, I feel like it should have gotten there just a little faster than having three episodes. I feel like it could have been done in a third of the time. For sure. It felt super, uh, super dragged out. I mean, on a positive note, if, if this is the animation we're getting for season seven, it's very, uh, very cinematic, very, yeah, it's more like a theatrical release kind of animation style like much more high quality yeah actually that's a good point uh theatrical is exactly the way that i would describe it too because uh that's the way that sam witwer describes the finale of this show is that it's the final clone wars movie very much in the same manner of uh how the show uh started yeah the music was pretty good too they they've uh, they've pulled out all the strings when it comes to reorchestrating like even the theme song all that stuff yeah uh, it's a little yeah. slower now but yeah it's, it's yeah nice. it's a little more drawn out yeah mm-hmm. for sure um so what's the first episode here we got gone with the trace what's our fortune cookie uh okay one second so if there is no path before you create your own um yeah all right so yeah naturally picking up where ahsoka like having having left the order kind of what she's doing in the underworld and stuff like that uh you know it, it doesn't really explain what exactly she is doing on the underworld she's got a new jumpsuit she's got a speeder bike uh, just doing her thing uh and uh you know she made some meet some friends and she, you know i think the one the main thing out of this episode that stuck out to me was that it's it's kind of brought to her attention of what other people think of the jedi and they think that some even some of them think that the jedi started the war and that the 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 Jedi are just not the same anymore, um, and that that comes from those those two sisters that Ahsoka meets. Uh, did you catch on to that as well? Yeah, pretty much the same thing for me. Um, it's it's uh, I don't know, like they like you were saying, they don't really do a whole lot of like filling in the gap between season five and now. It's just kind of like Ahsoka's back, and it wasn't like okay. <laughs> what she've been doing all this time like you know yeah <laughs> yeah i think i think that's the the most important thing to remember is that we have to we have to remember this was supposed to be an eight season show and now we're picking up in a place where uh the creators of the show thought it was relevant to tell this story for her completion of transferring from jedi to citizen and makes sense in that in that context but yeah there is probably something that we're missing out of the unadapted episodes that we don't even know about yet and we're picking up in a place where she's in the underworld and and now she's being sucked into these other people's problems and and uh, she's going out of her way to help them stay out of trouble quite frankly 99.9 percent of people would go why would she bother and i think like that's mainly the question that kind of lingers through this whole arc 
It's like, why does she even stick around? Like, like, why isn't she just going off doing something else? Like, why does she care about these people? And like, I think that's kind of the main thing um, that really stuck out to me for this entire arc, which I think was one of the positives that came out of kind of a lengthy, a lengthier arc was that it is exactly what the Jedi do. It's like they just help people in need and that's all they do. It's like, why do they do it? It's because they care. Like, that's it. Like, no other reason. It's just because they care. And and it's the same that goes for Ahsoka. Like, you know, those they like um, what, what were the names? Uh, Trace and, and Ray or race. Uh, the older sister's name. I'm already blanking on it. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like they were they were You know, they're like, what's what's her deal? Like, what do you want from us? You know, and yeah, it's like, yeah, just to keep you out of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean- it's it's pretty it's pretty like clear like from the get-go in this arc like you can totally tell like um, yeah ahsoka she's she very much even though she quit the uh being a jedi she still has a lot of those like uh habits and kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh idiosyncrasies uh yeah you know embedded in her brain so she still thinks a certain way she acts a certain way and all that sort of stuff yeah um, but uh, there, I noticed that they, because they're talking about, um, you know, parts of Coruscant, you know, the Jedi being on the top side, I think they called it. And then these sisters are on the, they're on the, they're underground, right? Yeah. The underworld. Yeah. The underworld. Yeah. And it's, uh, you can totally tell it's, it's very, very different mm-hmm. because on top, like there's a lot more political stuff and like all this sort of things going on, you know, with the war and stuff. And then underground, it's like the battle is very much different, but can be yeah. the same, I guess. Like the, it's much more survival kind of. That's what. Yeah. It's a different world. Yeah, it's yeah. a different world. It's almost like the people, the surface dwellers almost as it's like a different society, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and it's like the underworld kind of just gets all the garbage that falls down and that's, that's it. Right. And a lot of them are starting to think that the Jedi are just turning a blind eye these days because they got way more important things to worry about. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Did you notice Ahsoka also mentions that she she kind of looks to Anakin as a brother? Because yeah. uh, she says to to Trace when when she when she asks like, oh, who taught you this or whatever? And she Skywalker says, oh, Academy. my my yeah, Skywalker Academy. Uh, she goes, uh, oh, my brother. And and I was I thought that was really interesting because because Anakin in episode two, he kind of mentions to Obi-Wan that he's the closest thing to a father that he has. But in reality, as the war goes on and it, you know, in the end of episode three, like uh, Obi-Wan says to Anakin that he was like his brother. Right. So I think as they kind of grow older and as the Jedi kind of start working more closely as friends rather than student and master, uh, there seems to be this bond between them that that is almost like family, and in a way, Ahsoka looks at Anakin as as a brother in that sense because there's no way that he's like a father figure to her at all. Like, you know, he's he's kind of like the brother to everybody. Anakin, he's kind of like, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Just like just like a brother to. Uh, a brotherly figure that that uh, is is what he kind of comes across as, but uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting that she kind of like looks to him as a brother. But that's pretty much all I got for the first episode. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what do well, we got for the second one? 
the next one on our list here is is titled uh, Deal No Deal. All right. Uh, reminds me of that TV show with uh, what's his face, Howie Mandel. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> so, uh, nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the cookie on this one is um, mistakes are valuable lessons, often learned too late. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, we had a big Endor moment. I pointed this out to you, and it took you surprisingly a little bit to recognize what I was talking about, but. Uh, they're leaving the planet and then, and then they fly by the Republic cruiser and there's a bit of a, a bit of a homage paid to return of the Jedi when Darth Vader senses Luke on the ship. Um, and, uh, and, and Anakin is on that ship and he senses, I think he senses Ahsoka on that ship or at least something familiar. And so he's like, no, just let them go when, when they're about to, you know, pull them over and arrest them for flying in the wrong lane kind of thing. So uh that just that just struck a right uh, struck the right chord for me i was like oh that's i can appreciate that that's really cool uh that's the kind of thing that i like to see like when it comes down to uh the familiarities that we see with anakin and his later self like the kind of things he does uh obviously he cares for ahsoka and uh you know he also cares for luke right and so you see that mirrored image right there as well mm-hmm. uh we saw kessel which shows up in solo later on uh and uh we saw the other side of the planet this time which is actually way nicer and uh, it seems as if the republic's turning a blind eye to like the slavery on kessel because it's brought up by the sisters that it's like you know all the jedi in the republic would do something about all this you know, all the people on slavery here you know shoveling spice around and uh ahsoka's like yeah you'd think they would and she just kind of says it kind of savagely like backhand slap right over there. Just it's like, yeah, this is also part of the reason why I left. Like, I just don't agree with like their priorities and they're less interested in helping people rather than fighting their stupid war. That means absolutely nothing to me anymore, because what's it about? Nobody knows. It's all Palpatine's plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was an interesting moment. It, it's kind of like she didn't she didn't like uh i guess no one really knows to be fair no one really knows what the whole scheme of the war is but yeah when she pointed it out that it's like we're fighting over nothing like that is kind of that's half the battle right there if you ask me because it's like she realizes like this war is is for nothing it's it's pointless we, no one knows the meaning what the point of it is it's just it's not doing any good exactly. and i think and i think that's the whole thing like it comes up a few times in this arc when when ahsoka's like being an outreach right yeah and what she's trying to actually do some genuine good and compare it to compare that to this stupid clone war that's going on it's like what good is it doing for anybody like it's just affecting people negatively across the galaxy and that's it and like that's the one thing that Padme keeps trying to bring up in the Senate as well. It's like we have to stop putting troopers on the front lines and start working towards a peaceful resolution to all this. And uh, that's th- like that's the only outcome that that will solve an- anything at all because there is no enemy that they're like they're the separatists are not their enemy. They're just people that have a different opinion that have been led astray by this Sith Lord, and the Republic is also being led by Sith Lord. So it's like nobody's winning here. Like it's just a war that means nothing to anybody, but they think it means something else, and it really doesn't. 
<laughs> it's, it's like a huge deception thing, right? So I think Ahsoka, even though she doesn't see the full picture, she kind of sees that there is no point in 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 any of what she was doing as a Jedi. And I think what Barriss really did affected her greatly. Uh, what she said that how the Jedi just aren't what they used to be. So uh, Ahsoka has a pretty big mind trick that she pulls off in this episode. It came up a long time ago. You brought it up, actually. You said that Ahsoka's mind trickery was was getting a lot better. And I think now she's safe to say she's probably mastered that ability uh, as far as her potential goes. Um, yeah, that was that was about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got anything else? No, that's pretty yeah. much the exact same I got. Yeah. Um, All right. What's next? Uh, so next episode is uh, Dangerous Debt and the cookie on this one. Um, who you were does not have to define who you are. Uh, again, another reference to Ahsoka mm-hmm. here. Because, um, I mean, we we had, uh, you know, five seasons to get to know her. and As I, a Jedi. As a Jedi, yeah. So yeah. we get to see her character, and I'm pretty sure to uh, longtime listeners of ours, they know that uh, I hated Ahsoka. Like, uh, yeah. no, mm-hmm. no sugarcoating there. Uh, I hated her from the get-go. And then she started to grow on me. You know, she started to, you know, become more uh, skilled in the force, just uh, wise, just a well-rounded <clears throat> Jedi, mm-hmm. uh, Padawan Jedi. Someone um, of the, the Qui-Gon Jinn stature. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's a fair statement to make, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, after what happens to her, bleh, I can't English today. Uh, what happens to her in episode, uh, in season five, uh, she, you know, she gets, she gets betrayed, right? And she, she gets kind of like so confused about everything, doesn't know who to trust, and then that's it. She's gone. And she comes back. Um, but she's, she's kind of seen the light, let's say. And then she's, mm-hmm. she's, she seems like she's in a lot more, uh, mo- a better state. Like just, she's, she's seen that the Jedi, perhaps they meant well. And, uh, the teachings that they have, they have good, um, good things going for them, but they they just weren't being executed mm-hmm. to their full potential because of this war, because it was just yeah, so totally. useless, right? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't going anywhere and it wasn't helping anyone. So maybe that's one of the reasons why she left. I think it was ultimately because of, uh, you know, what, what, uh, how she was wrongfully accused. Right. Yeah. But um, having said that, I mean, she definitely seems in this short little arc uh, to start off season seven here. She definitely seems a lot more, uh level-headed now yeah she's, she's like a little more mentally uh kind of at ease and like she's she's a a better thinker now mm-hmm. yeah and she's taking the best of what she learned from being a jedi and applying it to this better ad- adoption of of a life that what a jedi should be like mm-hmm. and i think that's what i really like about this arc as well just showing off her character in that sense in which we wouldn't get if it was just an action-packed arc is that she is persistently trying to help these people and there's no reason why she should do it but she does it anyways and it's nothing that any jedi in the order right now would be doing at all Mm -hmm. because they're too busy they're all fighting a war 
uh, in this particular episode, uh, it's explained that they that they were uh, at one point. And we actually saw this happen in a previous episode where Cad Bane broke Zero out of prison. So we actually hear from Trace the follow up of that event, and uh, the Jedi actually had gone after them, and a whole accident happened where a, a ship was brought down as a distraction. Uh, Cad Bane blew up a ship or something, and it was it was careening off to the side, and you know the the Jedi basically intervened and and steered it into the wall of this of the underworld kind of thing, and and it 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 basically killed Trace's parents. And so the Jedi were responsible for that. And then they, they didn't even say sorry. All they did was kind of walk over and, you know, say what they said, which was like, may the force be with you and all that. And uh, and that's it. And it's like, like what? Like that doesn't help anybody. That just that just not only did you like kill their parents, sort of, but, you know, you just left these two younger you know, young girls like to fend for themselves. You know, and, and like no um, person looking to help anybody would just just do that, right? Like you do what you can to put them in a good place or whatever. Like, I don't know what it is, but but whatever Ahsoka is doing in this entire arc is more than what any Jedi is doing during the Clone War right now, which is fighting this stupid war, right? Yeah. So this demoralizing war, which are changing people's opinions about them. Definitely, yeah. She's she's definitely taken a lot of her teachings and kind of really applying them to be uh, like a what's the word? A good Samaritan. Yeah, know? like yeah. actually yeah. helping people, not fighting a a, a war that's <laughs> going nowhere, right? Definitely. Um, but one thing I also that was kind of interesting for me was you know when the sisters are giving their their story um, about the the ship uh, crashing and how they blame the Jedi or whatever. Um, I found it interesting that uh, hearing a story like that kind of gives you, the viewer, a, a different perspective on how how the war has affected other people. Because we, yeah. we, we're constantly seeing, in the show, we're constantly seeing the Jedi's aspect and then mm. the, the Sith slash Separatist aspect. But very rarely do we get to see like a, a actual like heartfelt story coming from mm. someone who's on neither side like and no affiliations to either or they just have you know they're just regular uh, everyday people doing their regular joes yeah yeah regular joes yeah exactly um so i found that kind of interesting um and to add on to that like uh, you can see uh in ahsoka's face when they're explaining that story it's kind of like a like a light bulb going off Mm -hmm. in her head she's like oh wow like that's that's pretty deep like yeah yeah. yeah, I guess she she's kind of opened up to the fact that now that that she's never really sat down and talked to somebody like this before about how the war is affecting them, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the same eye-opening moment when Padme was talking to her handmaiden uh, Tekla about how the war affects her family when she was giving her speech in the Senate about it. And Tekla revealed that that uh, because of the war, it's affected how the kids are going to school and, you know, they can't go to school. And, like, there's no there's not enough water sometimes and running like electricity and and stuff is limited and sometimes there's power outages and you know it's just stuff like that and and even food on the table it's like is there enough some days there isn't and and uh you know you see the effects of of this it's not just about like oh which which side can destroy the other side first it's like what's this doing to other people that live in this giant galaxy Mm -hmm. and uh 
some of the games out there, like even even Jedi Fallen Order played this up really well, um, is that it really showed how the Clone Wars has scarred the galaxy forever and how there's going to be endless planets that have downed ships on them that you knew that there was a war happening up there somewhere. Um, this war is probably arguably the biggest war ever in the history of the last thousand years and even beyond that towards even the like i would say the clone wars is even bigger than the war between the empire and the rebellion mm-hmm. like i think i think it's honestly bigger than any of that and uh, i think it's obviously bigger than the first order versus the resistance which was this tiny little bunch of people uh the clone wars is the biggest war event in star wars that has ever been seen yeah yeah definitely um even even you know in times of the the galactic empire like that's that was a pretty big war in itself but if you think about it yeah you have uh you know endless amounts of troopers but if you think about it the clone war like they were pumping these these out for what three years i believe yeah three years yeah pumping these clones out day in day out you know breeding them a lot more killing a lot more killing killing and just completely like no no end game no no actual uh, p- plan for anything mm-hmm. this war was just a grand scheme uh, in the for palpatine of course and yep. build the death star and whatever else um but uh, <laughs> i mean it was a whole bunch of nothing and yeah when you see these people that are affected by it it's 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 pretty crazy because you got to remember that this war has taken place everywhere. So yeah. it doesn't matter yeah. where you go. If there was some sort of battle there, like there's going to be ruins there. With yeah. And ship, actually, you know, weapons, whatever. Yeah. You saying this actually also makes me think about something that Obi-Wan said in episode four when he's talking to Luke uh, and, and he's asking him about the Jedi and, and Obi-Wan says, uh, you know, but he says something about before the dark times, before the Empire. Right? He's the guardians of peace. Uh, the Jedi were the guardians of peace and justice across the galaxy before uh, before the dark times, before the Empire. Right? Mm-hmm. And I've always thought, like, because I know that a lot of fans refer to the dark times as this period of time between episode four, uh, or sorry, episode three and four. It's like that tw- that nineteen year gap. Um, I like to think of the dark times as well as also including the Clone Wars, because if you think about it. Yes, at one point, the Jedi were the guardians of peace and justice in the galaxy. That was before the Clone Wars. Because we don't see them as guardians of peace and justice during the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. We see them as Jedi generals. So when when Ben Kenobi says before the dark times, I think the dark times, he's supposed to be referring to that entire tragedy that took the 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 Jedi and made them into this ridiculous like military force. That then ended up getting purged off in and in, in, in during the creation of the empire, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think the original interpretation of that that line was probably in reference to the Clone Wars, which he does bring up as well when he's talking about that with Luke. You know, Luke says, "Oh, you fought in the Clone Wars," mm-hmm. and uh, and I like to think that the Dark Times actually is not just that that twenty year gap of obvious, you know empires ruling the galaxy kind of thing i like to think the dark times are the clone wars as well just the entire downfall of that that whole peaceful era the disappearance of everything so um 
that's that's pretty much all I got for this one. I don't know what you got, but uh, no, that's we only got one more episode to chat about here, which is episode eight together again. Mm-hmm. Uh, cooking on this one is you can change who you are, but you cannot run from yourself. Um, again, in reference to Ahsoka here, I think this this quote would probably relate to uh, just kind of Ahsoka seeing a. Ref- a reflection not that we get like flashbacks in the show yeah uh but just perhaps maybe by facial expressions with um looking at ahsoka we see that you know she's she's i don't think epitome is the right word but she's she's definitely thinking <clears throat> excuse me more and more about yeah. her time as a jedi her time uh working with these people and she's yes, able to process it through a different lens at this point exactly exactly she can see she can see both sides now um Mm -hmm. and and i think that that quote is also you know uh in relation to several times throughout this arc where she's she's in a situation where you know uh probably early on in the in the arc when they have that that droid uh that they activated they didn't put that stop bolt in and then you know they're it's on the loose, right? They can't mm-hmm. shut it off until they get around to the front side and push that blue button. Um, and, you know, they've got a, a ship that's trying to pick up this droid and it's fallen off. Uh, she uses a force to pull it back in, uses a winch to, you know. So she's yeah. she's trying to mask uh, her ability. Yeah. But there are just so many opportunities where it's like, okay, do I let this person die? Or, you know, I yeah. can actually, yeah. I can actually do this. Do thing, I, right? do I sacrifice my own hidden, uh, identity. identity for the life of somebody else kind of thing, or the good, the goodness of, of doing something, something good. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I like, I love how like, yeah, like it's nice that they, you brought that up too, because I love how once she does that little, like a lot of people never seen a Jedi do what they do. And, and this little kid, like looks over when everyone's kind of focused on the the, the vehicle careening off the edge. Uh, this little kid just sees Ahsoka reach out her hand and use the Force, and then like you hear the Force theme play in the in the in the, on the track on the on the soundtrack in the background, mm-hmm. and it it really kind of tunes into that that moment that you see that same wonder in Luke when he looks at Yoda pulling his X wing out of the lake. You know, he just can't believe it, right? And uh, like that moment's supposed to not only just represent kind of the good things that Jedi can do for other people, but it's also a sacrifice thing because it's her own identity at stake. It's like, and you know, she's just showing off to 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 people very subtly, like you know, at least the ones who notice. Is like, wow, this is a miracle! Like, I can't believe it! Like, you know, the Jedi are a thing and like they they're here and they're helping somebody and right like it's um it's there's there's only good things that can come out of this so yeah um yeah i mean this this uh this whole arc i think um kind of to summarize it uh mm-hmm. it's, it's not it's not the best to be honest especially for the wait after season seven but um uh, mm-hmm. Uh, you say it goes 
it, le it leads into the finale. It does lead yeah. in the finale. So as yeah. you know, from this last episode, we do to get the hologram from Darth Maul. He does bring up Crimson Dawn, mm -hmm. which is his crime syndicate that you see him uh, leading in Solo as well. Mm -hmm. And thanks to the Son of Dathomir comic book, we know exactly what happened with the Shadow Collective, right? That all kind of fell apart. Yeah. And, uh, and how he even ended up back on Dathomir after being, uh, sorry, after he ended up on mandalore again after being captured by palpatine because that's the last state that we saw him in and now he's in a hologram talking to the pikes it's like how the heck did he get there um if any of you guys were confused about that you got to read the son of dathomir comic book because that is four episodes of season six i believe that uh that never got uh screened and uh those arcs were adapted into a comic book so you do have to read that to kind of fully get that story um, or you can just listen to us talk about it uh, in the last episode, but, uh, but yeah, so we got that. And then, um, I do like the lines, uh, when, when Ahsoka finally reveals herself as a Jedi, um, I think it was, it was Trace's sister. She says, why would anyone walk away from being a Jedi? And, and it's like, I think you and I are probably in that boat too. Cause like, if you were just to be told, oh, Hey, somebody got like superpowers, and they were with the Avengers and then they just decided to do their own thing. Like, like, how is that any better than like being with like the, the best thing that's supposed to be right? Because like the, the Jedi are being held on this high pedestal and they're supposed to be these amazing people. And uh, even though they're not highly well respected, like there's still this reputation of like there are people in power. Like, why would you walk away from that? Yeah, I and yeah, and and Ahsoka has her reasons obviously because mm -hmm. like we've we've talked about this but she says you might not think of yourself as a jedi but i like to think that they can be like you and and i think like that's so true right like it's like most of the jedi actually any jedi aside from qui-gon jinn um are not like ahsoka actually maybe yoda maybe yoda could probably pass for like an, an, an ahsoka level quality jedi but but even he's kind of been blinded by things like I think Ahsoka really does care about people rather than uh, a Jedi code. And I think her teachings from Anakin have actually helped her to see that. But then she goes about it in a better way. Um, and then we see Bo-Katan Bo recruits Ahsoka to help them take down Maul because he's taken over Mandalore. So, um, yeah, what were you going to say about, about that? Uh, I was just going to say, like, um, it's it's an interesting way especially for someone like ahsoka being from you know the inside she's on the outside looking in now and it's yeah it, it's kind of it's kind of cool to see the shift of mentality um and again to see what uh, what uh some people on the outside um mm -hmm. looking in kind of thing uh think about now too um yeah. i think that Ahsoka, because I've seen trailers and stuff, uh, and like I haven't seen clips of the show, but I've seen like uh, thumbnail uh, thumbnails on like videos and stuff uh, on YouTube, and I, yeah. of course I don't click it because I haven't watched the, the season uh, yet. But yeah. but it's it's very like I know Ahsoka comes back, and I know she's got those blue lightsabers or whatever. Um, but I'm excited to see that. But uh, after all this time, like. I I'd kind it's kind of like that Darth Maul and Obi Wan thing. It's kind of uh, how I like seeing them fight again, but I don't like Obi Wan losing 
uh, like mm-hmm. granted he was with Savage of Press and, and all this sort of, sort of stuff, but Maul he's only got hate on his side and anger. Yeah. He's half That's it. half yeah. he's he's just a shadow of his former self, right? And yeah. Savage of Press, he's just pure steroids. Um, yeah, and he's you know, dead now. And he's dead now. So I think that kind of the way I feel about that situation is kind of how I'd like to see them bring back um uh uh Ahsoka. And yeah. and again, back back again to Darth Maul. I'm down with Darth Maul coming back and all that stuff, but how did they bring him back? Uh, yeah. You know, when it first started, I was kind of like, ah, this is kind of cheesy, not really into it. But then uh, over time, it's kind of like, yeah, all right. But this, like Ahsoka, like the, I would really like to see them like justify it like to the T. Like, okay, we know why she left. And by mm-hmm. all means, like, fair enough. That's cool why she comes back or how she gets lightsabers and all that stuff. I don't know yet. Yep. It's um, all in the finale. Yeah. I would like to know yep. why, um, but please make it good. Don't part be cheesy about it. You part know? of this. Hey, I've promised you a good finale. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think part of this arc was also important for that reason too, because she realizes, and this is the conclusion to kind of this story of hers, uh, is that she can do just as much, if not even more good, without being a jedi than she did while she was being a jedi yes and i think that's the most important thing to remember when when we're looking at ahsoka in the next arc that she shows up in is that she truly believes and and like i think as viewers we're also meant to to latch on with this as well is that the jedi are not in the right place at all and and she has made the better choice to stand uh aside from the negativity that she was just being drawn into with with whatever was going on with all that stuff right with the jedi and the politics and all that so she recognizes the fact that she's able to do more as a citizen rather than a jedi and and the next time we see her i think that's that's going to be played up quite a bit Uh Um, the season finale is truly something different it's very different than like your standard episodes with like the with the opening, um, not to spoil anything or anything, but it's 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 quite a bit. Um, it's supposed to be the final movie, mm-hmm. so I think when you and I do it, I think like because I've been stoked about this for weeks, so like I think when we're gonna do it, I think I'm gonna mix in Revenge of the Sith and we're gonna watch like the movie and the show back to back, just like in the proper cut order so you can like see it through a whole new lens and like i don't i know you've been looking forward to it like mm-hmm. watching revenge of the Sith again because it's it's been a while but yeah yeah i uh, i'm curious to see how they tie into the movie um i want to see how how it all blends together because there's a lot in that there's a, a lot in that movie mm-hmm. that we do not see that is yeah. more than likely the behind the scenes stuff which is has to be in the show it like it has to make sense right so i would i would love to see that so, so yeah, yeah totally yeah. totally all right well uh i mean that's that's pretty much all i got that's all you got yeah uh, you want to you want to cap us off well as usual guys thanks for tuning in we really appreciate the support 
uh, if you guys have any comments, questions, or concerns, you know, feel free to email us, tweet us, all that good stuff. We'll be happy to answer any questions you guys got. And hey, maybe if you want to pop on the show, have a chat with us, more than welcome to do that as well. And, uh, you know, thanks for tuning in. Be ready for the next one and stay safe out there. All right. Thanks, man. All right, thanks everybody for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time on uh, Star Wars Escape Pod. We got two more Clone Wars Talk episode uh, episodes coming your way. Uh, the next episode is going to be covering the Bad Batch ep- uh, arc, which is uh, Season 7, Episodes 1 through 4. And uh, there's an animated show coming out in, in a year or so, which is completely based on, on that episode. Uh, that those characters in that arc as well so we're going to be talking about that when we at when we watch that arc uh next week or whenever whenever it's going to be whenever we drop that episode but i hope you guys are enjoying clone wars uh the pace of our release order of these episodes have kind of slowed down a little bit but uh you know times get busy so uh hopefully it's giving you some time to catch up if we're if we're steaming far ahead of you guys but uh yeah other than that not really much else to say. It's not my favorite arc of Season 7. Definitely my least favorite arc of Season 7. But I do love Ahsoka. And she's one of my favorite Star Wars characters ever. So it's nothing to say against that. Uh, I just think with with 12 episodes remaining, they could have played it a little differently. Um, and, uh, and yet still, honestly, I think the best case scenario is what I'm hoping for. Is that they just made all the episodes. And, and that we were actually able to get the full 8 season show that we were promised originally. Um... And there is, uh, despite us talking about the legacy stories, uh, there's still many episodes that have not been released with any information at all. There's 20 something that we have no idea what's going on with that. So keep petitioning Disney to finish off the Clone Wars. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. May the Force be with you. It's like-